Today on Lessons in Life and Love podcast, Resiliency and Self-Esteem, How Life and Success as Adults is Directly Related to the Ability to Handle Resiliency as Teens. We'll go into how childhood trauma impacts us as adults and how important it is to help teens now to build resiliency that leads to successful adults in life, love, and business. Adults who miss these important skills can get them now through my life and love coaching. There's proof that spiritual importance helps in difficult life situations and quality time with parents is imperative to building these skills. High-risk behaviors lead to impulsivity in adults and more. If you're a parent, you must hear this podcast. And if you're an adult suffering from life and love situations due to past childhood trauma, you're going to understand why. All this and more on Lessons in Life and Love. Welcome to Lessons in Life and Love with Rihanna Milne, where we show you how to have the positive mindset for success in all life areas. It's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 4, Show 81 of the Lessons in Life and Love podcast. I'm your host and global life and love coach, Rihanna Milne, coming to you every Friday on LessonsInLifeAndLove.com and on my app, Lessons in Life and Love on the go. I'm all about helping you transform your life in all areas into one that you're passionate about and to help you attract and have the love that you deserve. I'm on a mad mission to change the way the world loves. So you'll learn how to have emotionally healthy, evolved and conscious love and how to avoid toxic, painful, traumatic relationships, which is definitely too prevalent today. It's time to help you create the life you desire and to have the love that you deserve. So if you have a personal concern, I invite you to meet with me for a Life and Love Transformation Discovery Session this week. Just sign up on the header of my website, rihannamilne.com, and I look forward to seeing how I can help you best. Okay, let's dive in, Love Angels and Transformers. Today, we're going to go into the study that I did that is now printed in 14 different languages around the world. It's called Increasing Self-Concept and Developmental Assets in Adolescence Using Behavioral and Psychoeducational Interventions. Now, this whole report can be seen online under Tariana Milne, but I'm going to give you some highlights. The reason that this research is important that I did over 20 years ago, focusing on successful adolescents, is because all my work that I do in trauma for adults definitely correlates to how they experience life as children and teens. Building resiliency now in your child and teen will ensure they have a successful future and can lead towards the mindset for success in life, love, and business. If you're an adult listening to this, and you experience past unhealed childhood trauma, then it'll be interesting to see how this study shows that this information that I gave these kids in the inner cities of Atlantic City proves that giving them resiliency skills leads to success. And the adults that did not have these skills taught to them by any mentor or coach or parents, you can see why there's a struggle in self-esteem and dealing with difficult situations and transitions today. Adolescents who lack self-concept are usually deficient in resiliency, developmental assets, and opportunities to have positive, successful experiences, which then often leads to high-risk behaviors. And as an adult, these high-risk behaviors still come out as impulsivity. Group counseling and personal interventions that included in my study 
behavioral, psychoeducational, and the creative arts and interactive techniques done with me with over 30 teens over a four-month period has significantly increased their self-concept. This aligns with my work as a psychotherapist for over 20 years and today as a global life transformation coach and a love trauma recovery coach. Adolescent high-risk behaviors such as drug and alcohol use, susceptibility to peer pressure, violence, committing crimes, and having academic failure are often attributed to low self-esteem, resiliency, minimal personal developmental assets, and deficient life skills. Now, as an adult, when this is occurring for them as teens, this is when they take that poor grades and academic failure, usually leading to failure or struggle in the business world. Some adults who have had failure as young people actually excel when they hire on a mentor or a coach to teach them these resiliency and mindset skills that they did not get as young people. This correlates to the same work that I do for people that are struggling in life or love. If they didn't get these skills as young people and they invest in themselves today, then their success levels in business, in love relationships, in their degree of happiness, lowering anxiety and bouts of depression, all come together because I am teaching them those critical skills that they did not get as children or young adults. Then they can piece them with the life that they desire now as an adult and move forward with the mindset for success to achieve all that they desire. In my study, pre and post test measures showed mean raw scores being statistically significant for improvements within the entire teen group that I worked with. Now, this was a community in Ventnor, New Jersey, Atlantic City, and I did this for free for four months to complete my study that I knew creative arts, spirituality, teaching life skills, teaching the mindset for success, would help these risky inner city kids to excel in school, in life, in friendships, in getting jobs and feeling happier about their house and decreasing their risks of being in an inner city gang, using drugs and alcohol, flunking or dropping out of school. And this study was the beginning of my work in trauma and resiliency. The scales that I measured back then were physical, fitness, how they felt about themselves physically, moral, social, academic and work success, family dynamics, and a personal self-concept around self-esteem. A non-statistical self-report asset checklist from the Search Institute was used to mark personal assets both before and after the four-month intervention. Two different interventions were applied. The first one, I provided two groups with a pre-planned syllabus and the creative arts for self-esteem building. The second method used a group therapy format in which teens chose 10 out of 40 items they perceived as crucial topics for weekly group discussions. Findings indicate that both interventions actively raise teen self-esteem, their developmental assets for success in later life, and their resiliency to endure difficult situations and life transitions. I'm going to go into some of the aspects of the study. And you can see today, even though I wrote this back in year 2000, how important these skills are and how they correlate with today's situation in our life. Research shows that youth who have higher levels of self-esteem and personal developmental assets are more likely to engage in positive behaviors 
and less likely to engage in risky behaviors. Exploring the needs of young people through social science and psychological research, as well as implementing the programs within the communities that serve adolescents, has had much success in helping youth to learn the necessary protective developmental assets. In a time when kids are killing kids and acting out in other violent, high-risk ways, we need to challenge our communities and our parents to take a look at every child, not just those who appear to be in trouble, but those everyday kids, and join efforts to promote the mental and physical and emotional well-being of self-concept for each one. The teen years and early 20s is a time period of highest period of risk-taking behaviors that could cause potential harm to themselves or others. Other research shows a positive correlation between the number of protective assets that a teen has with the degree of self-esteem and resiliency they have when facing adversity. The developmental assets help to reduce adolescent risk behaviors, increase self-esteem, and strengthen personal resilience. This is why I do life transition coaching for teens starting at age 16 and up. In today's world of such uncertainty, they're very afraid. Will there be a job for them? Will this be the new normal in their life where they can't even attend their proms or high school graduations? Should they go off to college or do they have to do an online school? Teens need resiliency and support today. Going from high school to college is already a difficult transition, but in the time of coronavirus, it is ideal that they work with a coach to help support them in their goals and their dreams and not to give up on themselves or life because of their own ability to control what's going on in our world. Being a teen is considered a stressful period enough when psychological, social, and physical changes and stressors are associated with low self-esteem, trying to keep up with the cool kids, trying to be pretty enough to win that boyfriend. And if there's a feeling of not being worthy or good enough is felt within in the teen, this usually leads to problem behaviors, substance use, depression, and delinquency that place youth at incredible high risk. Such stress can include uncertainty that comes with increased freedom, career, and work decisions, the challenges of school success, forming new relationships, having romantic interests, and finding a place that they feel that they belong. Poor self-esteem has been associated with being rebellious, not succeeding in school, low self-esteem, feeling incompetent, suicidal ideation and self-mutilation, as well as increased risky sexual activity. Do you have a teen or high school grad in your life that you're worried about? Whether you're a mom, dad, or grandparent, it's up to us to give our teens the resiliency and developmental assets that they need to succeed in life, love relationships, and business. Today's teen is worried about our world. What will their future be like? They're anxious about whether to go into debt for an education, what jobs will exist if they go to college, how will they earn enough money to be independent, and with today's hookup culture, will they be able to have a quality, loving, and emotionally healthy relationship? As the adult in their life, you can help them now. Enroll them in life transition coaching for those ages 16 to 30 who are struggling with life's choices, who can't find work, are stuck in anxiety, depression, addiction, self-harm, or blame outside of themselves, or for those who have just failed to launch. This is a master's degree in life. That's imperative to do before they even consider investing in college, or if they have graduated from college and can't seem to find work. 
Give them the psychological and emotional edge in life to succeed no matter what the outside circumstances are by learning the Mindset for Success system. Many young people have excelled without college because it's no longer the success ticket it once was. But having the confidence to create the life you desire along with the motivation to succeed is. Learn more at rihannamilne.com. Just go to rihannamilne.com forward slash life transition programs. That's rihannamilne.com life transition programs and give your teen or young adult the one gift that will last forever and truly make a difference. Teens who have consistent high self-esteem are considered resilient adolescents who are able to cope with psychological and social adversity and challenges and changes associated with this developmental stage of life without a deterioration of self-concept or esteem. Clients with high self-esteem tend to like themselves and consider themselves competent. They believe they are people of value. They have high self-confidence and present a well-articulated, clear view of themselves. These many positive traits are used to compensate for threats against one's self-image, their worth, or their world and their environment. These clients can anticipate events that may threaten their ego, yet still take risks because they can accept predictable failure and then redouble their efforts to achieve their goals and just take it as a lesson learned. To enhance their self-esteem levels, these clients actively seek information that will increase their self-view and they take personal credit for their successes and tend not to blame external factors for their failures. To stimulate their self-growth and potential, these clients often compare themselves with others who have reached other high goals or successes. They don't feel jealous over them, but they look at them as mentors and someone to aspire to. Self-esteem and self-concept are highly correlated for teens. When they're asked, how do I feel about myself? This refers to self-esteem evaluation. A person's behavioral response when faced with threatening situations or high-risk temptations is influenced by both self-concept and self-esteem. Self-esteem is an important part of a teen's well-being and is related to a way in which they evaluate their own self-concept. Positive developmental and psychosocial outcomes have been correlated to one's degree of self-esteem. And low self-esteem has repeatedly been related to various high-risk and problem behaviors. Now, when I work with adults who have had faulty parental guidance and come from traumatic homes, homes of divorce, homes where there's a lot of fighting, or parents that were both checked out emotionally, working all the time, and had little time or quality interaction with their children and teens, it can be clearly seen in them as adults coming out as high anxiety, low self-worth, risky sexual interactions, or using sex to get love, people-pleasing behavior, jealousy and control, love addiction, or entering a codependent relationship. Values are defined as preferred, enduring personal or social beliefs that guide one's behavior in daily situations. Values establish priorities which enable youth to control negative impulses towards risky and antisocial behaviors and enable them to live within the norms of society which provides internal and external standards of behavior. Values are used to guide the attitudes and actions of youth and are related to one's personal needs, social competence, the ability to adapt to one's environment, 
and peer group survival. Lacking conventional values such as minimum family attachment, low sense of spirituality and goal setting, placing high values on independence and developing a tolerance for high-risk activities are all common causes of problem behaviors such as delinquency and drug use. When teens go through the situations and grow up as adults with low values, these are the people that tend to be narcissistic and unkind in dating world. It's all about them. It's all about what they want. These are the people that ghost without remorse, will never apologize and blame other people. They don't have a sense of values or of what is right from wrong. The health and success of teens is influenced greatly by the roles of parents and family, and maternal values predicted similar teen values. According to social learning theories, teen problem behaviors can be predicted by the teen's maternal attachment and the traditional values modeled by the mother. Positive mother-child communication that is nurturing and kind and supportive builds strong relationships and increases the mother's success in reinforcing positive values and behaviors, which then discourages their teen's involvement with trouble-seeking peers and activities. Teens who live in a divorced, single-parent household without a father figure engage in more alcohol and drug use than two-parent families. However, a strong mother-adolescent relationship in these households or in a single-family household has a large monitoring impact on the influence between the teen's drug use and peer pressure. I have read many studies that show it is best for a teen to be in a one-parent mother household where the relationship is kind, loving, loving, supportive, and there's a lot of quality time spent with the teen. Good communication, not harshly punishing the teen, but talking through the problems and letting the teen come up with their own solutions to their problems. This is how I raise my girls. I read early on about positive behavioral parenting from the Search Institute and from the Better Baby Institute, now called the Institute of Human Potential. So I read those books over 37 years ago because Stefana is 37 now. And I have to say, not planning to have my children as science experiments, both my daughters have achieved to very high levels. They were both out of the home at 19, completely supporting themselves in top careers by the ages of 22 and 23. Alexi was putting water wells in Africa by the age of 21 and today has put in 21 water wells. And she also reached Inc. and Forbes magazine, top 11 entrepreneurs changing the world. You too can instill these kinds of values, morals, communication, self-esteem, and self-concept in your kids. Of course, if you want to know how, just read my thesis work. Okay. Driven by workforce pressures, the increased scarcity of time that parents have within their home and for their teens creates a damaging decrease of quality parental and family time. Large family size, four or more kids, was also associated with less nurturing, parental contact, and individual quality time with each child, which tended to produce behavioral problems in most of the children within the family. Teens whose families did spend time together had common interests and who had intact, emotionally nurturing and involved parents were significantly less stressful and suicidal. The Southwest Texas High Risk Youth Program addressed the neglect of children within families as a prevention problem and sought to strengthen the family cohesion. 
Results demonstrated that family bonding increased for the teen. Since 1992, teen substance use involving nicotine, alcohol, marijuana, cocaine, heroin, and inhalants, as well as opiates, has been rising due to being ready available. Increases have been accompanied by a decline in use perceptions of disapproval, risk in using, and consequences of youth, along with increased in media that promotes and glorifies use. The age of initiation for using substances has been beginning at about age 13. Susceptibility to use is related to one's self-concept, self-efficacy, values, beliefs, and future goals, along with the inability to handle stress, socioeconomic status, and peer pressure. Recent research suggests delaying onset is often related to social competency and to the amount of resiliency factors within the child, his family, and in the community. Youth who place a personal importance on the moral value of religion, spirituality, and prayer, and got involved with their community church groups, statistically showed less tendency to smoke, drink, get high with friends, or engage in bad situations. Many centers of faith have recently joined their community efforts to help troubled youth. Owning a sense of spirituality has long been documented to be an important aspect in the treatment and recovery for addicted adult groups who attend NA, AA, GA, SA, and others, and should be considered important for adolescent prevention programs as well. This is seen as so important for adults as well. For adults to trust and take risk whether in life, in business, or in love relationships, having a sense of faith and spirituality is super important. We don't have any guarantees in life. In Buddhism, we call this the earth school. But the ability to take a risk and be okay if it fails is also based in faith and spirituality. Those of us that are spiritual just look at it as a lesson learned and we release that person that may have hurt us with forgiveness, and we have the ability to move on without it affecting our personal self-esteem. We can't control what another person does to us, but we certainly can control how we respond to it. When you have faith in spirituality, you can respond to toxic people or behavior much easier keeping your self-esteem intact. Having pro-social values such as self-mastery and feeling trustworthy and having efficacy beliefs were more important predictors of avoiding delinquency for teens into their late mid-20s. Feeling trustworthy was twice as powerful and having values was three times as strong in avoiding delinquency amongst older compared to younger teens and younger teens with pro-social values engaged in less sex. The pleasure and mastery concept is associated with ego control, ego resiliency, and positive self-esteem which can give teens who are maltreated in adverse situation still a sense of competency and resiliency in adult and adolescent years. This reminds me of a case that I had after I wrote my thesis of a beautiful senior at Hackensack High School who went home one day and found her family had moved out on her. Her mother lived in a foreign country and she had minimal contact. Her father remarried and brought the new woman into the house who did not like this daughter. The new wife did get the husband to move out of the home and left the daughter behind. No electricity, no food, and she went home to a house like that with no note. Me as a SAC counselor, student assistance counselor, had to step up and get the Division of Youth and Family Services involved. 
I found her a shelter where she could go into, and I gathered all the seniors around to rally to make sure she had her personal items donated that she would need, as well as food that she could eat and take with her to the shelter. I told this girl, I taught this girl the resiliency skills that she needed to make it and succeed and still graduate with high grades. She was determined to make a success in her life, and I was happy to be able to inspire her to do so. She didn't miss a beat. Kids like this could have just ended up on the street or moved in with some older man so that he would support her. Instead, she gathered her courage and did what she needed to do to succeed, graduate with honors, and move forward into a career. We were also able to get her a job that she enjoyed, so she was able to earn money that was going to help her move on one day after graduation. Kids that have resiliency, no matter what happens around them, will succeed. This is what we call self-mastery. The items that I worked on with the kids in my group, 14 Vision, was the ability to find positive ways to deal with problems, the ability to communicate and express their feelings in a positive way, feelings of self-worth, esteem, and confidence, the ability to help friends who need assistance, relationship with other teens, relationships with members of their family, the ability to help their family members who may need assistance, the ability to cope with anger and stressful situations. They created a more positive attitude towards school, their grades, and graduating to be successful. Overall schoolwork and grades improved. School attendance had improved. The ability to improve and change their behavior and think before they do say and act, which as adults we call being consciously aware. The ability to stay out of trouble and make wiser decisions. They improved their physical health, meaning losing weight if they needed to, working out with some regular exercise, eating healthier and eating less junk food, which included feeling better physically, mentally, and emotionally. Now you can see that those skills that I worked on with those teenagers are also the skills that I work on with my adult coaching clients. If they would have gotten these skills as teens and children, they would have been feeling a lot better for themselves as adults. These are what we call developmental assets. Conquering these as you grow up in life is what will lead to being a successful adult early on. If you have the edge as someone who's 16 through 26 in having these developmental skills, and being able to handle that crucial life transition period, then indeed you have set yourself up for success for the rest of your life. These are the assets that I taught my daughters. And they, like I said, were out on their own at 19 in careers that they loved, excelling. You can teach this to your teens and your kids too. In the research study that you can find at Rowan University under the title of this work, it will give you lots of handouts and the 40 developmental assets, which were my key teachings for those that had come from traumatic situations. I'll mention some of them. The first are external assets, where we cover support, empowerment, boundaries and expectations, and constructive use of time. Now think about this as I read through these, because as adults, don't we need these skills to be successful in life, love, and business? So under support, it was positive family communication, the ability to communicate your feelings positively, 
willing to seek advice and counsel from others, the ability to express your feelings without anger, caring for neighbors and friends, under empowerment, being of service to others, serving your community in at least one hour more per week, feeling safe at home, at school, and in their neighborhood, valuing other young people and giving them a useful role in their community. This reminds me of these teens who felt like they were nothing and not important to their families. We did a graduation fashion show and raised money by selling tickets to help feed the needy and the homeless in Atlantic City at the shelter. This was around Thanksgiving time and their money's donated to tons of turkeys. <laughs> and the kids felt so good about giving back to those who had less than them. When they walked in the door feeling that they had nothing, we did go to the shelter and they learned, wow, there are people that are struggling more than me and I have the ability to give back and make a difference. And when they felt that, their self-esteem went up. We also went into boundaries and what was expected of them. I had parent night where I told them that they must have clear rules and consequences that were fair, monitoring the youth where they were and how they were achieving, whether in school or on the job. Too many parents think discipline is beatings or grounding them for three months. This is not a fair discipline. The word discipline comes from the Bible. It means to teach. Yelling and screaming at your kid only teaches them to yell and scream back at you or at others, and they become a bully as an adult. Teach them to express their feelings. Expect them to make mistakes. Kids weren't born with an instruction manual. They're supposed to test boundaries. That's what teenagers are to do. They're supposed to see how far they can go. And when they make a mistake, don't chastise them for their risk. Explain to them what happened, how it can be dangerous, how they can do something different to correct the problem. Let them come up with the solutions to the problem until you, instead of you telling them exactly what to do. Then help them set a plan to put those goals in action to clean up any mistakes that they have made. Ask them to mentor someone else if they exceed in an area of school. See if they can mentor someone younger than them. And give them high expectations for themselves and for life. Encourage them that they can do well and that you believe in them. I wrote in my book, Live Beyond Your Dreams. If you tell a kid they're bad, they will be bad and not succeed. If you tell them you believe in them and expect and know that they will do well in life, then they will. Constructive use of time have them involved with youth programs, sports, clubs, organizations at school, a faith-based community, volunteerism, have them have a job at age 15, even 14, they could babysit or be a dog walker, earning money to understand the value of money versus just handing over money every time they want to go to the movies or the mall, have them earn it, they will appreciate it all the more. Since many of you are now at home, are you wondering what a home profession would be like? Have you ever thought of coaching? I have developed an amazing coaching mentoring program to get you started in coaching or help you to excel to global status. To inquire, just go to rihannamilne.com and check out the mentoring tab and then contact me with a list of what you would like help with. This is a personalized, customized, and individual coaching program to help you get your new or existing virtual dream job off the ground. Why not go for it? How much time do we have to live our dreams? Start today. 
Just go to rihannamilne.com, the mentoring tab, and create the list you need me to coach you on to begin your virtual global dream job from home today. That's rihannamilne.com, rihannamilne.com, the mentoring tab, to create the life you desire now. The second group of assets is called internal assets. There's four listed here as well. Commitment to learning, positive values, social competencies, and positive identity. Now, again, these are assets described by Healthy Communities, Healthy Youth of the Search Institute, a foundation that I absolutely loved for my research. But you can see if you had these as teens, how much more accomplished and successful you could be as an adult. Let's go into these a little bit. Commitment to learning. This should be lifelong. Tony Robbins commented, if you're not growing, you're dying. And learning helps you stay motivated, inspired to reach your goals and dreams, and keeps you growing in your career. The first one is achievement motivation. You're motivated to do well in school as a teen. If they can get that, they're going to be motivated in career. They're socially and actively engaged in learning. They do their homework at least one hour a day and realize this is part of being successful. When we have homework as adults, this just becomes normal and natural as something that we have to achieve. Bonding to school and reading for pleasure. Turn the TV off. Have the kids read books. When I was growing up, our family had Friday library night. Every Friday, we'd go to the library and choose one book we were to read for the week. I chose biographies. I'd love to know how some young person grew up to become famous, a famous inventor, a president, a business mogul. I was reading these books since I was a young girl, and I still love biographies on television and in books today. Positive values. Young people place a high value on helping other people. Social justice. They place a high value on promoting equality, reducing hunger and poverty, and helping their fellow students. They're not judgmental against other kids for race or if they're LGBTQ kids. They will stand up for them and make sure that everybody is getting along. Integrity. Big word. Young people acts on conviction and stands up for their beliefs. They do what's expected of them when nobody is looking. And look at how many marital relationships fall apart due to lack of integrity. When people are cheating on their partners or seeking attention outside of their primary relationship, this is a lack of integrity. If you learned integrity and have a spiritual faith-based value system, you do what's for the good of all. Having your kids really instill a sense of integrity and honesty, responsibility and, and restraint, all of these are imperative to be this way as an adult. These values come with practice and a belief system. Honesty is that you tell the truth even when it's not easy. So of course, even if a child wants to tell the truth, if they're in a home where they're going to be beat, if they made a mistake, they're going to be too afraid to tell the truth. You have to have an open communication system so they can come to you and say, mom, I've made a mistake. I did something wrong. What am I going to do? And then sit down and talk to them about the lesson learned and let them come up with the solutions of what they're going to do. This is life skills. This will teach them to handle when they've made a mistake as an adult. 
Responsibility is listed here. Young people accepts and takes personal responsibility. They don't blame others or outside situations. They step up even if the situation is bad. Take a look at this coronavirus. Look at how our adults are responding. There's two paths to take. A, feeling depressed, overeating, watching TV, being bored, being pissed off, yelling, screaming because you're asked to stay inside and keep people safe. Or B, you say, this is what I have to do right now. I'm going to be responsible and help other people be safe. I'll do what our government is asking us to do. I'll make it through. I'll be creative and come up with a way to earn money. I'll look at this as a time of growth and take this extra time I have to improve myself, improve my life, improve my career, and improve my family's situation and relationships. Our coaching clients are proactive, not reactive. They look for the good in the bad. This is what I teach my adults, these developmental assets for success. Restraint. Young person learns it's important not to be sexually active or use alcohol or other drugs. If you've learned this skill as a teen, then you don't sleep around a lot as an adult. You wait until the time is right. You wait till you're in love. And it's a mutual respected decision. You're not just sleeping around on date one, two, or three because you think sex will bring you love. It doesn't. Instead, you have the self-esteem to say, no, this is just something I don't believe in. They call it making love for a reason. It's because you're in love and you give your body temple in that relationship that is emotionally healthy, consciously aware, and evolved. Under social competencies, planning and decision-making, they learn how to plan ahead and make wise choices. Interpersonal competency, young person has empathy, sensitivity, and friendship skills. Cultural competence, they have a knowledge of and comfort with people of all different cultural, racial, ethic, backgrounds, and beliefs. Resistance skills, they can resist negative peer pressure in dangerous situations. Peaceful conflict resolution, they seek to resolve conflict nonviolently. My teens learn the art of negotiation. And I even taught that skill to my kindergarten kids when I worked in an elementary school. They learn to sit down and each tell their side of the story and try to understand the other person's point of view. If they couldn't come to a solution, we ended saying it's okay to agree to disagree. And then let's try to find a win for everyone. What solutions can we come up with? And each child or student or teen came up with two solutions to the problem. So four solutions were on the table and they decided to take two of them, one from each person, and they move forward. This is the art of negotiation. Can you imagine if you learned to do this when you were teens? And the last one is positive identity, personal power. Young person feels they have control over things that happen to me. Wow, look at that one. Asset number 37, things that happen to us. Coronavirus happened to us. We didn't cause it. We didn't ask for it. We didn't make a mistake and it happened. So we have the power to see what our lives will be beyond this. We have to create that. Even if there's a quote, new normal, unquote, we have to find the good from the bad. And we have control over how we perceive that to be. Self-esteem, person reports having high self-esteem and high self-worth. Sense of purpose, they report that my life has purpose. 
And the last one, positive view of a personal future. The young person is optimistic about their future. Now here were the developmental assets that I taught in this thesis program to kids that came from traumatic homes, high risk behaviors over a four month time period. Later, when I became a clinical trauma professional, a CCTP, it was interesting to see that working with people for four to six months was the imperative time period to make sure that they got all these skills and they incorporated them in their daily life. This is just a tip of the iceberg of what I taught these kids, including my own daughters. If you're adults that are out there that have teens and you know that they're struggling, and I always say, take your head out of the sand and look at that face on. If they're acting out, if they're yelling, if they're piercing, if they're self-mutilating, if they're hanging with high-risky kids, they are setting themselves up for a very difficult future in all life areas, in how they feel emotionally, how they feel physically, their degree of success in business and career, and their success in love relationships. Do your teen a favor and inquire about life transition coaching with me. I take teens 16 to 26 or to 30 if they're still living at home and help them have the skills that they need to move on or what we call launch successfully. It's important that we grab them as soon as we can to teach them these competency skills before life hits them even harder and they feel like they just keep failing. If you're an adult that did not have these developmental assets, and many did not as they were growing up as teens and children, it's okay and it's not too late. This is what I do in my life coaching. I've been doing this work for over 20 years. Again, if you want to check out the study, it's called Increasing Self-Concept and Developmental Assets in Adolescents Using Behavioral and Psychoeducational Interventions. Yes, it was one of my earlier books that never went out for the public because it was donated to science. And I see that this work is quoted in many research papers now and written in many languages around the world. And I want to give a shout out to my beautiful mentor, Dr. Dr. Z. Benjamin Blanding, who when he reviewed my work said, oh my God, kid, you wrote a dissertation. And I said, I don't know. I just had to get the work done. And I wanted it to be good. And I wanted these kids to excel and achieve. And this is how I feel about my adults who have unhealed, unconscious childhood trauma. They didn't get these skills. And because of that, they have struggled in their life areas, or they come to me with high self-esteem, bouts of depression, low self-worth, jealousy or love addiction to a partner they know is not good for them, and they just can't seem to break that addiction, and they just didn't get these skills because their parents were fighting or absent or difficult, demanding, too authoritative, emotionally or physically abusive, and many, many other reasons why. But again, today is the day that you can get these skills and become successful and reach your goals and dreams. As I always say, you have the power to create the life you desire and to have the love you deserve. You just need to know what to do and have the emotional and psychological edge that you may not have gotten throughout all these years. And this is what my coaching can do for you. If you have any questions, email me at rihannamilne at gmail.com. 
and get plenty of free resources on my website, rihannamilne.com. There you can find the ebook, Why 9 Out of 10 People Struggle in Life and Love and What You Can Do About It, free book chapter downloads of my number one best-selling books, Love Beyond Your Dreams, Break Free of Toxic Relationships to Have the Love You Deserve, and Live Beyond Your Dreams, From Fear and Doubt to Personal Power, Purpose, and Success. Another book that I wrote for the public, and these books are meant to go together, that dives very deeply into the mindset for success. Indeed, what I taught these kids from the Atlantic City area was the mindset for success. Without that mindset, you're not going to go far in life. You're not going to create that life you desire. Mindset and learning these skills and doing them on a daily basis without trying them. In other words, it's not hard. You just have to ingrain them in your life and learn them and practice them along with the exact dating skills and relationship skills, again, that we did not learn anywhere, not from our parents, not in high school, not in college. And I always say not in my triple masters in psychology. That's a huge miss of institutional learning that they really don't teach you what you need to know. It is true. My coaching program is like a master's degree in life skills. And that's what my people get. So if I can help you, I would be honored to speak with you further. Just reach out to me through my website. It's probably the best place to start. And right now I've got an amazing offer on the Life and Love Transformation Discovery Session. So sign up for that and you'll get to meet with me for one hour and I dive deep into the childhood trauma piece and we recognize where the skills are missing and what we need to do to make you excel and feel amazing about your life and yourself. Okay, love angels and transformers, that's all we have time for today. I appreciate you sharing the love and the mission of helping me change the way the world loves by sending the show link to your friends you love and care about. Please take a moment to subscribe and give the show a five-star rating and comment on what you liked about the show. Remember, you can always reach out for help from me during the week at my website, rihannamilne.com and get all the free resources there. And as always, I am here to help you create that life you desire and to have the love that you deserve. Have a very blessed, safe, and fabulous week. We want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Lessons in Life and Love with Coach Rihanna Milne. Go to RihannaMilne.com for more resources. And if you're really ready to take action to improve your life or love situation, apply now for a session with Rihanna. And remember, it's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve.